It's time to put away the pool floaties, pack away your flip-flops, and take down the signs that say, This way to the beach. It's time for pumpkins. Pumpkin it's, everything. It's too early for pumpkins. Pumpkins on the stoop, in your lattes, string lights, pie. You know why? Because it's September 1st. It's too early for pumpkins. No, it's September 1st. I pumpkins, actually, pumpkins, pumpkins. I actually don't. I'm not even talking about, like, thematically. I think pumpkins wouldn't be ripe yet. It's too early. Hey, for you couldn't get pumpkin puree to put in the pies. I have my pumpkin string lights ready. Fake pumpkins ready to go. There's a lot of ways around this, Nick. Yeah, she loves a gourd, listeners. The girl loves a gourd. She loves a squash, a gourd, a pumpkin. Big ones, small ones, bumpy ones. <laughs> okay. Uh, happy yeah, September 1st. Sure, happy September 1st. Not, I mean, listen, September, solid month. Nothing not, nothing really to report. Kind of a low-key month. I love that it starts with Labor Day weekend. Yeah. That puts September in a better category. Day off. Just having an early day off. But there's no big events around in September. There's no big holiday. Well, you got to bring all the uh, like Halloween stuff out of the attic. That's, I, a big, that's a big moment. It's really just, I have bad feelings about September because it's back to school time. What that doesn't matter. I know it anymore. doesn't matter anymore. But it's been for years. I've just been sort of ingratiated to think that September means you have to go back to school. No more summer vacation. Realize I don't have summer vacation anymore. You don't have vacation. I do. I have. I have your <laughs> your standard two weeks, but I could take them whenever. But the, I, what I mean is, uh, I don't know. I feel like that's pretty common. I think September has a bad rep even with adults because of that. Really? I didn't even think about that. No. I was just thinking, I wish it was a little bit cooler. I, think I feel it... like we're we're at pumpkin season, but I'm still sweating a lot. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I have conflicting emotions, okay. and I'm still putting on shorts, but I really want a pumpkin coffee. I, I think pumpkin coffee really should be reserved for... And I, listeners, I apologize. We talk way too much about fall on this podcast. No, like, no. It's like an aggressive amount of talking about the weather. <laughs> Just, it's not interesting. Welcome to Unloaded <laughs> Questions. We're your hosts. I'm Nick. And I'm Tara. Uh, and on this question... On this- <laughs> On this podcast, we ask each other hypothetical questions and give each other hypothetical answers. Yeah. Yeah. So, Tara, do you have a a question connected to pumpkin season? Yeah. (laughs) Of course you do. One of my, like, favorite seasonal things... God. Is is the spirit Halloween stores that pop up? Terry, you so basic. <laughs> I need listeners. I gotta I, let's put a pause on this. My wife is from Connecticut, and her favorite thing is like a pumpkin coffee and crunching leaves as she walks down the street. It is you basic girl. And proud of it. Girl, you basic. You married me. I know. I think that makes you basic think, too. No, I think well maybe a little bit, but but I think you're getting more basic. I don't care. I love Costco. <laughs> That's true, I guess. And pumpkin coffee. All right. So, Come yes. At me. So, you love pumpkin coffee. Was that the, the thing? No. We're talking okay. about Spirit Halloween. All right. Spirit Halloween stores. Sure. Yeah. They just pop up out of like nowhere. Mm-hmm. And you go, oh, there's the grocery store. There's the gas station. And there's the ice rink that's turned into a Spirit Halloween. Mm-hmm. I like the concept because it's so crazy to think there's so many of them that pop up. Yeah. So if you could have a type of store that pops up. Oh, a sometimes store. Yeah, but it's at the same time every year and they just pop up like magic. Don't you think it's weird that that ice... What would it be? What type of store would it be? Isn't it weird that ice cream places don't work like that? Are you saying it's weird that ice cream places are all year round? Yes. Why? Because ice cream is like real peak summer stuff. It's kind of like I can't imagine ice cream places are doing as I good I eat ice business. cream in the winter. People eat ice cream all the time. But, yeah. I, but I have to imagine that ice cream sales peak in July. I mean, sure, but and I you can't... have less people working in the winter, I would think. Sure, but don't you think that it would make more sense to just maybe close, like open a different thing for the cold? What, what's good? What's Oh, they do that at Dairy Queen. Oh. Actually, really? at least the one. What's what is Dairy Queen not in the summer? In in the winter, the, it becomes a, a wreath 
they sell reeds. That's exactly what I'm talking about. They sell reeds. Yeah. And I was always so upset that I was like, but can I also still get ice cream? No. Like, no, just they sell reeds. reeds. I'm like, damn. Yeah. I like that. That's what I'm talking about, right? Like, I, I at least want ice cream with my wreath. Okay. Listen, I think we're getting a little bit too fixated on you liking ice cream and maybe not <laughs> on the general idea that ice cream is more profitable in the summer. And so maybe like soup. I feel like you could sell soup in the fall, winter, and then switch it back to ice cream in like the spring. Okay. Yeah. And I think you can't you use the same pots? Like the you, same pot. Yeah, I mean, look at you know the ice cream thing. Like you, you look at the ice cream counter, and there's all these oh, little you mean ice the creams. Scoop ones? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could uh, at like a uh, at a soup place, like a Hale and Hardy or something. I feel like the soups that they have there are in a very similar container. Okay. Do you have a name for this? Um. Well, I guess they would have two different names, right? I don't know. I think I wouldn't give them one name. I think it would just be called like. What soup would be the soup name? Like what's up, but what soup? What soup? What soup? Okay. Yeah. And then uh, in uh, in the summer it would just be um, flew the scoop. Like flew the coop, flew the scoop. No. No. Okay. Maybe Sunday best, and it's Sunday. Ooh, like, I like Sunday. Like Sundays. That's very good. I'll go with Sunday best. So it's what soup, and then Sunday best in the summer. Okay. Yeah. All right. What were you thinking? I was thinking um, movie rental. Because we have like no more movie rental places. Sure. And I would think like, I don't know, February. February seems like a kind of dead month. You were coming at me because you think people eat ice cream all year round. And your idea is that movie rentals is not an all year round thing. Well, no, but to like go to the store. In, like we had the all, some of our favorite dates were going to the movie rental place. It's true. And getting movies we hadn't seen and going home and watching them and then returning them. You know, some... And, like, walking around the mm-hmm. store and all that. Looking at all the weird old movies. And I think that it's going to be because we just scroll through all of our apps now, it would be, like, the fun, oh, we get to look forward to February when all of these, you know, rental shops come up and we get to go and do that again, but only for a month. That, okay, interesting. Uh, you know, I, I do sometimes think that that's going to date us. Like, when when or if we have kids uh, and we say, like, you know, when we were kids, we would go to the... It already <laughs> when ages we started us. That, dating, that already is a thing. We went to the movie rental people place. People don't know. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I mean, okay, so what would this shop be when it isn't a movie rental pop-up? Oh, I was expecting it to be like how the Spirit Halloween just take over stores. Oh, so just random stores. Like, it's not, yeah, like, on a rotation. Just, yeah, like, that's uh-huh. CVS. It's now... A Spirit Halloween store. Yeah, so but it would be do rentals. They, do you think they retain the same employees? I don't know how that works. Ooh, I don't know. They must, they right? They must. It must that be... Would be... That would be so harsh if... Yeah. If your store, they go, okay, well, you gotta take off... You gotta take off the season. Yeah, exactly. Because we got, we got the ghouls and the goblins coming in. Yeah, and think about what it would mean for those spirit employees. They'd just be like off most of the year. It doesn't make sense. It must be that the store owners, I have to look into this. I wonder how that business model works. It's crazy. <laughs> we got to do research. Yeah, maybe. You brought something to my attention. Ha-ha. Now I need to learn. Okay, Tara. Mm-hmm. First off, thank you for your question. I appreciate it. Oh, in your... wow. So I guess since we're on a uh, a fall sort of haunted spooky theme um if you were going to be haunted by any person now dead who would you want to be haunted by marilyn monroe marilyn monroe why well i feel like she'd be kind of comfortable in my body oh and then she would sorry. give me sorry, like you're... a confidence wait like i already have confidence but i feel like it would be a whole nother like wow when, you really sparkle today. When I like, when yeah, I said I'm Marilyn Monroe. When I said haunted, I didn't mean possessed. Oh. <laughs> Wait. So what you're saying is that if you were going to be possessed by anyone, you'd want it to be Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, that's a. I think that's a bad call because she's going to ride your body like it's like going out of style. She's going to like she's going to like do drugs that you've never done in your body. Yeah, I don't. I think you want a more conservative type in your body. Like she had a lot of problems. Well, 
Wait, what did you mean? Just like a ghost buddy? Yeah, like a ghost that lives in your house and oh. like it's haunting you, you know? Oh, hold on, give me a sec. Okay. <laughs> it's not Marilyn Monroe. I think it's really interesting that you wanted to be possessed by Marilyn Monroe. This is the first one that came to mind. It's kind of a lateral move for her. <laughs> oh, I know. That's why I was like, oh, she'll be kind of comfortable. I see. Like, I wouldn't want to pick some old, you know, 80-year-old man. Yeah. They wouldn't know what to do with be me. falling over. It would just it'd be, Tripping yeah. over your little feet. Aw. Okay, so I have a ghost buddy. Yeah. Well, you're haunted by them. They might, you, The relationship is unclear. Shakespeare? Mm, interesting. Shakespeare. You want Shakespeare around. Because he was a hot mess, so I think it'd be kind of funny to okay. have him around. All right. And, because and, I can talk to him, mm-hmm. so like he could, we could write together. Oh, sure. And then I could be like the new Shakespeare, even though it's technically still the old Shakespeare. Mm. Or, if that doesn't even work, then I can write a book about Shakespeare being my ghost friend. Weren't you in a play kind of like this? Actually, yes. Where there it's was not a, a ghost friend, though. And it, was it like wasn't a, Shakespeare, uh-huh. but yeah. It was like a playwright that was like living... What's the name of that play? I Hate Hamlet. It was the actor that played Hamlet. Oh, I see. Interesting. All right. I see that. I mean, there's definitely advantages to having Shakespeare. Like, yeah, you can write stuff and Shakespeare would be able to. Well, I guess you would just... be tough to give Shakespeare notes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but he's, gonna... also, he's also a ghost, so what's he going to do if I change stuff up? It's maybe get pouty. I don't know. Exactly. Seems like a pouty kind of guy. And if I need help with a monologue, be like, hey, which one should I do? He knows them all. That's Point true. Point him out. No, I... a lot of help for me if, if he cooperates. I doubt that Shakespeare would remember all of his monologues. I bet for him it's just like, I don't know. I read that. <laughs> I wrote... <laughs> you read it. <laughs> well, some of them. Kind Sorry, of... I, I wrote that over a weekend on a bender. I don't remember. Who's that, Laertes? Like, he doesn't remember. That's true. Still, though. Mm-hmm. Helpful. Yeah, sure. Who are you picking? Uh, You know, honestly, I had a very similar answer. I want Rod. Shakespeare? No, I wanted Rod Sterling. <laughs> what? Yeah, I wanted Rod Sterling. Rod Sterling's like a really cool guy. He was like a paratrooper. He like smoked a carton of cigarettes every day. He was like a golden glove boxer and he wrote The Twilight Zone. I just feel like he'd be a really cool guy to have around. Yeah, I don't know enough about him to... Well, I mean, isn't that enough cool stuff? I feel like he would give... It would... I guess, but if he's if he's smoking so much, he definitely has... Yeah. He's not a, he's not a stand-up guy. Why? No, he was. Why wasn't he a stand-up guy? He was smoking. It was the fifties. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just thinking smoked. that. I don't know. He could cause some mischief. Uh, that's a good point. But I feel like a guy who is uh, it's so interested in the paranormal and is a ghost. I feel like would be an interest. He would. His perspective would be interesting. Um, I feel like he would tell me to like suck it up a lot, and I feel like that would be good. That would be good feedback for me sometimes. Um, just, I can do that for you. No, you do. Oh, you, <laughs> you do. Want me to, I can do more. No. Let me make a let me no. make a note. Hold no, on. I, let me make No, Tara, I think tell the Tell Nick I think to the pos- suck it up. <laughs> I think the position of loving wife and ghost buddy have slightly different roles. The things <laughs> that I want from them. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. What a divide. Oh, oh, alternative answer, Mitch Hedberg would be really good, too. Oh, jeez. Then I just have, like, a stoned comedian hanging out. That's that's a lot. That's going to that's gonna get old. That would get old. You're right. That's, <laughs> that's, that's and I don't know point. if you could just be like, shh. <laughs> Mitch. To a ghost. <laughs> well, honestly, I guess the truth is I feel like I could leave Netflix running and he would just, he might just leave me alone. Well. Yeah. So we went skydiving the other week for my 30th birthday. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, we did. And I had the best time. Yeah. I I really loved it. It was super cool, super fun. And it reminded me of doing stunts. Like, I felt like a stuntman. Okay. I mean, a- among other things, but really being up there is like, oh, yeah, this is kind of like, yeah, like living that stunt life. Yeah, we're doing a wild, seemingly dangerous thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So if you could master one stunt what would it be a stunt yeah so it'd have to be an actual stunt so you can't have like superpowers or anything but if you could master a stunt i'm like a movie stunt and i'm keeping keeping it pretty broad on what a movie stunt is so we can discuss it okay so you know like jumping to the helicopter or like falling down the building you know how they just 
fall or scale it. Yeah. Yeah. Exploding in the background and you like, you know, get exploded forward. Uh All those kinds of things. What would you pick? I'm I'm really thinking of Jackie Chan, right? My my answer is actually a Jackie Chan one. Of course it is. Because Jackie Chan is the master of, of stunt comedy. He really is. And and one of the greatest physical me- comedians ever. Yes. Come at me, everyone. Charlie Chaplin can eat it. It's all about <laughs> Jackie Chan. I, I think one of the more impressive stunts I've seen Jackie Chan do is like is falling from a great height with very little to like keep him from just hitting the ground, like grabbing like, like a in pipe. Like in Police Story. Like in like Police Story, where he jumps uh, from a... I think they're in like a mall Aww. and he jumps and just grabs a pole that is pretty far away from him and just like slides down through a bunch of different obstacles. Uh, that's a pretty good stunt and I think would be very useful just in case, right? Just in case yeah, you fall. Yeah, have it in your back pocket. Just something in your back pocket if you fall from a great height. If you have Jackie Chan ability to like, oh, I'm going to grab this thing and slide or swing to safety. That's that's what I would go for. Mm. So I picked Jackie Chan, how he does in Rush Hour, uh-huh. where he slides through that little tiny opening. Yes. Feet first. Yes. So I want that ability. He to does a s- couple of those. Yeah, to slide through spaces uh-huh. just really gracefully with their whole body. Mm-hmm. And they also have him in the in the bloopers because they show him missing it. missing it a lot. And it's amazing that he can do it at all. Um, so I think... I could actually get some use out of that. Like, I could slide into the car with the window down. That would be... You know how, very funny to picture you doing that. Right? But that would be so sick if I could actually just do that. Sure. People would be like, what? That's true. And a window in the house, I could just slide right in. Okay. So There's a lot of things that I would just do this as a party trick. So, as opposed to looking for, like, a safety thing, you're looking for a stunt that you can just do all the time. Yeah, to stunt on people. Okay. Yeah, it's good. It's a good stunt. And it's something that I, I just could never do. Uh, no. Based on everything about me. No. <laughs> um, body type, grace, ability, none of these things I really... It requires a kind of nimbleness that I, that I just don't would possess. Elude you. Yeah. yeah, but in this question, I have that. Okay. I have the Jackie Chan ability to do that. That's interesting, and I think that would probably like negotiate itself into other skills. If you're so nimble that you can slip through a, a crack in a window that is only big enough for you to barely get through it, you can probably do some other stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good call. Thanks. Okay, Tara. What is the best? W- okay. Let's, let's, let's. I'm going to paint you a scene. Oh, okay. You are in a foreign country. Ooh. Another country. Not not a real country. A made-up oh. country. Like uh, like Latveria or something. Okay. It's where Dr. Doom is the president. Woof. Dictator? King? How, Dr. Doom's in charge. Um, Latveria feels kind of like Transylvania, I guess. Is this part of the question? Yes. Um, so you're in this foreign country and you are arrested. You do some minor thing, like you cross the street on the wrong side or you wave at somebody, but in Latveria, that's like a horrible slur. Mm-hmm. You're brought to trial. And oh, to trial? To trial. Is it fast, a speedy trial? A, extremely speedy trial. Oh. This is a dictatorship. Wow. Everything's going to move very quickly. Well, at least that's nice, though. And you are sentenced. Oh. To, they, they say it, and they have an accent. So, oh, no. You are sentenced to die, but you... Is this the judge? Yes. Sounds like this? Yes, but you may choose what way in which you will die. Ooh. Okay. But you can choose from traditional methods of execution. Cannot choose death by chocolate or whatever. You have to Damn. pick like a... Judge, you read my mind. Pick like a... <laughs> Like a real way that people die. Does it say uh, high cholesterol? It's going to take no. a long time. No. 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 No cheating? No. No cheating? No. I. I the hey, co- where's the judge? Uh, the ways that we have written down are to be hanged, the firing squad, the chair electric, or the guillotine. Oh. Wait, I had to choose from those? No, the, if there are other ones that you could think of. I think you could get the gas chamber, I guess, counts. Can I? Or lethal injection, but I just know you're not going to pick those. No, I want something flashy. flashy. I want... 
How come there's no execution methods where they just push you off a tall place? That seems, I know, that's what I, I was just thinking. <laughs> just really, falling off a tall place. It actually building. seems really easy. <laughs> well, I guess it's because people can survive that. You just throw them down again. That's what okay. That's what I would say, but that's not humane. Honestly, uh, I found out recently something about the guillotine. Uh, I apparently, like, I like the guillotine, man. Apparently, doesn't all, usually did oh, not yeah, work. Oh yeah, it didn't work. Yeah, yeah, I knew that. So you need the second chop. Yeah, like that. That's that's nuts. That's pretty bad. Oh man, I love the guillotine though. I don't know if I would want to go that way. Cause I have to be on my knees and it doesn't yeah. seem very comfortable. No. But I do, I do love the guillotine as a concept. And I would like to see that. You I know, just don't want that to be me. If I'm the guy who's, you know, manning or staffing the guillotine, if I'm in charge of the guillotine sometime, and it... You it, would never. Okay. You would never get that job. Why? Because... Why am I not qualified because to you would, you would fill in the bubble as like, would you ever hesitate? And you'd be like, mm, yeah. And they'd be like, get out of here. Well... I guess you, you you would fail the test. I the mean, test to be the guillotine operator. Is there I, a name for that? Uh, executioner, probably. Yeah. Well, I would want something more specific to the guillotine. Mm. You would fail. They wouldn't want you. I guess it depends on how into killing the French nobility or aristocracy I am at the time. I could see myself getting pretty political about that if I'm a French revolutionary. But yeah, and then you see a the, the head roll, the head, well, no, the person the being young, like, oh, the fourteen-year-old girl getting her head chopped, don't. yeah, oh, not me, yeah, you had to be like, yeah, it, sorry, 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 what was her accent? Well, there's no accent. There's no accent. This French aristoc- aristocratic lady. Aren't we in Latvia? No, we were. You were whatever. Latveria. Latveria. Latvia is a real place. I know. I'm getting confused. Baklava. Um, <laughs> Baklava. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I, I, if I think of I'm the guillotine manager, um, and if it doesn't work on the first try, I'm going to stop the, I'm going to be like, okay, we need to fix the guillotine. We, we need to sharpen this we need, blade it a needs, little. We need it to be heavier or sharper or probably both because really just getting through the neck is the only thing we need it to do. So you're just letting this person die slowly and very painfully while you try to fix the guillotine? Sh- All right, you shoot the person and then you fix the guillotine. <laughs> you, you gotta fix the guillotine you can't let it just like not get through next it's they crazy should, they should call it the guillotine master that'd be that'd be cooler maybe they do <gasps> so what are you what oh. are you picking well for yourself i think a public hanging would be oh would be cool because mm. then i get to do a speech mm. um and i always thought being up there in front of everyone Bag on head or no bag? No, because I want them to see. I I want eye contact while I do my speech. Okay. And can I? You break me off a piece of that I speech. I'm just gonna say. I'm gonna I'm need to it. Think some. Now I realize all you peasants are unworthy. Yes, I cross the street on the left side. So be it. I do it again, and again, and again. Avenge me, Avenge. Peter. Peter? Yeah, I don't know. There must be a Peter in the crowd. He'd be like, what? I see. <laughs> just just to kind of... I do like calling out random revenge people. They're like, I guess me? <laughs> and it's like, wait, what? Can't you know, be me. <laughs> you know that person is, even if they're like, that's stupid, you know they're going to be thinking about that. Mm. Being like... Go to bed that night. What? Was she talking? No, she wasn't. Do you think that... Wait, me? Sorry, this is the Latvarian? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. It's got a real American accent, this Latvian. Well, Peter's a tourist as well. <laughs> well, well, then he really thinks it's him. <laughs> <laughs> the other American. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, hang. I don't like the actual being hanged, though. I don't think that's good. I like the speech. Um, I, yeah, I just like how dramatic it is, and I like having an audience. You know what? I would want something again, even more flashy. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they're on the the traditional scale here that we're talking about mm, you want to be like beheaded with a sword um it's pretty flashy no i meant something with like blazes of fire explosion no that, yeah that would be outside of this like falling from a plane i mean you could exploding be exploding in the air and then my body parts just rain down on the peasants you could be that would that would be cool but be, i don't think that's that's an option here you could be burned alive like a witch yeah that sounds just so painful yeah, that's maybe the worst one yeah i don't really want to be like that burned alive but if i'd rather be just exploded but if you're looking for a conflagration i think that's your only option i 
that's that's a no for me. <laughs> that's a no for me, dog. Yeah, that's a no for me, dog. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to drown and I don't want to burn. Mm. Seems reasonable. Yeah, like the gas chamber seems too lame and scary in a way that I'm not. It's it's yeah, I'm not really yeah. I don't want to be yeah. I don't want to be poisoned in a horrific way. Mm-hmm. You know, you throw up so much, you die. Jesus. That sounds bad. Mm, yes, that would sound bad. Internal bleeding, you that doesn't sound good either. What are you talking... None of those are ways that people... That That's not what the <laughs> lethal injection is, you know. I know, but I'm thinking about, like, old-timey... What movie is like, there where the guy vomits so much that he dies? I don't know. I'm just thinking about how poison would work, and they didn't have lethal injection. They were just giving so you're you just a bunch of, like... like you have to eat, ble- drink like, hemlock or something. Yeah, and yeah. they're just like, well, this will work. Okay. That would be bad. Yes, I agree. Also, putting having a bunch of stones put on you would be bad. Yeah, there are a lot yeah. of bad options. Or stoned. I don't want to be stoned no, to death. Stones, that would hurt. Stone sucks. <laughs> that would be that would be bad. I yeah. don't want that. Yeah, of course. Firing squad, not too bad. Firing squad is my pick. Cause, but that's still that's not too. Well, I guess you do get to do a speech. Still. Oh, firing squad. I think squad. I'm just really into doing a speech. Mm. But I feel like people do. People watch firing squads. Uh, you got the soldiers there. No, but the like. No, people, you don't have like an audience. I want the people. I want the people there to witness. I, I feel like the firing squad has a certain kind of mystique to it. You know what I mean? You get there, maybe there's a blindfold. Maybe there's like. I feel they like gi- there usually is a blindfold yeah. for firing squads. They give you a cigarette, and you could say, "I'm on the me." <laughs> so this is the way we die. <laughs> what? <laughs> Allons-y, and then you die, and then they get shot a bunch, and then you die probably pretty quick. You're getting shot. And you you die standing up, on your feet. That's better. I don't I, I don't want to be, like I want to be like comfortably standing. You are if you're being hanged. You're not comfortably standing. You have you're standing. You die hanging by a rope. But you start standing. You start standing, but you certainly don't end standing. Well, nobody ends standing, but but I think actually the f- you're closer to ending standing because you're still upright. Uh, I think the firing squad is a firing lit- squad. You end face down. I think it's more dignified. There's a dignity to the firing squad that appeals to me. Mm. I want the I want the showmanship. I hear you. You want the speech. Of a rope. I want the speech. Mm. I want to look the hangman in the eye. Mm-hmm. The uh, and then wink. The it short happens. Dis- like, throw him off a little bit. <laughs> the what? short drop and the sudden. Wrong with her? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sorry. What? Yeah. I'm gonna wink at the hangman as he pulls the lever. Uh huh. And then I want him to think about that later. Like, did she? Does she want this? Tara, he's the hangman. Does she like that? She's the hangman. The hangman doesn't think about that. The hangman. Go- I'm just saying, I'd probably be the maybe the only one who's done that. I would hope. The hangman de- gets hangs so many people. You're not gonna make an impression on the hangman. No, but I think I am. He has so many crying people, scared people. I'm but sure. Going in like that, at least he'd think about it for another second or two. I also think that the actual. I, I'd rope- make it, a- Nick. Nick. You'd make an impression. I'd make an impression. I also think that the rope and like the whole the situation would scare me more with the hangman. I think feel like the firing squad is scary, but in like a little less of a haunting way. I don't know. Hmm. And I would wear something ridiculous. I don't think you get to pick what you wear. I think I do. Hmm. It would be something ridiculous. Sure, a lot of frills and ropes. <laughs> Wait, there are ropes on the outfit. Yeah, you're not gonna be allowed to wear that. Playing into it. <laughs> <laughs> You have a themed outfit for your hanging. Bells as well. Bells. So you jingle so a lot I, when you I drop. I, there's a lot of ringing and bells. Okay. Well, that's... And then I can haunt the town whenever... We'll talk about bells. the ringing of the jingle bells. Sure. Oh, this is great. That's pretty good. All right. This is what I want to do. All right. Good. Well, interesting call. All right, Tara. Do you have another question for me? What would be the best hybrid fruit? Best hybrid fruit. Interesting. Okay. Well, let me think. What do I like? Ooh. Hmm. <laughs> okay. I'm picturing, what if there's an avocado, but with like mango skin? So the inside is avocado. Yeah. But you, but you can bite into it like a mango. Does the skin taste like mango skin? No, the skin tastes like avocado skin, but it has like oh. the texture. I just want a mango right now. <laughs> That's, do you have any you mangoes? Okay, you can't. Ju- no. Do you have a? We have, do we have any more of those like nectarines or whatever you had earlier? No. No. <laughs> a lot of fruit. <laughs> no, we we. No. The most uninteresting thing we have strawberries and blueberries. Damn it. 
apples and bananas. None of that's going to be good. None of that's going to do it for me. No, you. none of that's going to do it for me. Uh, let's see. What else is you really You can't good? just pick a mango. Okay. That's not a hybrid. That's hybrid fruit mango. <laughs> or an avocado. Sure. You can't just pick an avocado. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, oh, I have, I have one, actually. So what is the best fruit to kind of bring around? You know what I mean? Like, what's the most transportable fruit? Mm-hmm. It's the banana, mm-hmm. right? The banana's got that nice shape. Mm-hmm. It's a handheld. Mm-hmm. So if you can, you want something in the shape of a, of a banana, right? Okay. Like in the banana peel. Okay. But the inside is mango. <laughs> it's a mango. <laughs> it's mango. <laughs> Sorry. It's a mango banana. It's a mango banana. Hmm. You okay. peel the banana and there's mango in it. You eat the mango. You okay. can keep it in your backpack and you don't have to worry about, like, putting it in anything well so i i have an idea of that because i pick an orange skin okay so it's in the shape of an orange has the orange skins that you can just it's a tough skin throw it in a bag and you don't have to worry about yep you know you can peel it you can also use it for zest i like that it would be you can use it for zest for cooking still there's nothing that uses a banana peel for its desk, does no. there? No. Well, I'm sure there's something out there, but no. That's okay. not a... That's not a thing. That's nothing that I've ever heard of. All right. And then I want the inside to be a plum. Okay. So, juicy plum. Sure. But instead of a pit, I want it to be kiwi. Oh, so you went three-way hybrid. Yeah. Because I don't want a pit in my in my fruit. I don't like mm. a fruit with a pit. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So instead, I want Kiwi Center, Plum, Orange. That's pretty good. I have another idea as we as we were talking about it. Okay. I inspired you. Blueberry pomegranate. So they're pomegranate bits, like individual, seeds. like pomegranate seeds, but they're like individual berries in like a blueberry skin. So you don't have to deal with the pomegranate. You can just pop them, pop them, crunch I don't, them. I, what? So the, the like seeds a, are they covered? Are they inside of a blueberry? It's so the seed. The seeds what you eat on the pomegranate on the pomegranate, right? Yeah. So it's just a, I just want a seed with skin on it. So you're putting blueberry skin on it. Yeah. Okay. I wrap it in blueberry skin, and you pick them off of a bush, and then you just pop them in your mouth. All right. Pomegranate, b- pomegranate berries. I mean, Puma, yeah. Puma. Or, or actually, blackberries are even better because you don't even need the skin. Just like individual, you know how blackberries are? Like where they're, it's just like the individual little polyps. Yeah. And each one is a pomegranate seed. Inside. Well, I, I, no, that's the whole thing is a pom- is is a bunch of different pomegranate seeds. Oh. Okay. That's good. You can yeah. Pop them in your mouth and have. I a bunch like of that. Pomegranate I like. Seeds. I like. I like the easily accessible pomegranate seed. That's the big problem with pomegranates. Too, Too much, much work. work. But. Real good. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yum. Uh, with that, listeners, we're going to take a short break. And we are back. Back to it again. Missed you guys. <laughs> we do. <laughs> you, you know, in these little breaks, we feel lonely. We feel like we're all alone in the house. It's like we're only talking to each other. That's true. <laughs> Not to all of these people. And obviously, we can't stand that. Ugh. <laughs> So, Tara. Yeah? It's time for a segment. <gasps> what segment are we doing today? I got a guy. Do you think anyone else is tracking which segment comes next, like, in the rotation? Like, are, Why would anybody do that? I don't know. I'm not doing Why it. Why would they care that much? I actually, I have to ask you before every podcast which segment we're doing today. Now, that's true. It's very close. I might be the only one tracking this. Yeah, it's true. When I asked Tara, like, so what segment are we doing today? It's mostly real. <laughs> yeah. So, Tara. I got a guy is a, is a superhero pitch uh, show essentially. Where we game pitch, really game, <laughs> not a show. It's a show. It's a show within a show. This is <laughs> podcast is a show. This is a show within the show where we pitch superheroes to each other or All villains. Right. Mini game. Mini game. Do you have one? Yeah. Lay it on me. All right. I got a guy. <laughs> okay. He's called either the Imaginator or the Chaperone. Okay, those feel very different in name. So I'm very interested in to see what uh. What this guy's got going for him. Okay, so he can take kids' drawings okay, and make them real. Okay. But he can't, like, sway them. So he can control them, but he can't 
change what change they are. Change what they are. They have it has to be the drawing. Okay. The imaginator, because it's like imagination, all of that. The chaperone, because it's kids' drawings. I think the imaginator is more fun as a name because this is clearly a show for kids, right? Because sure, yeah. I mean, you would even have a component where kids would draw stuff and send it into the show. Oh, okay. And then the imaginator would use the drawings of the kids who send in drawings. Oh, to the that's show. wholesome. Now let me ask you this: How old must you be? Yeah, I was just thinking mm-hmm. the cutoff for kid. It's got to be pretty young because at at ten. Oh, it's gonna get weird. Well, kids are gonna no, they're gonna be able to draw stuff like. Oh, I like thought you meant re- they're just gonna be like middle school kids. No, no, that's not not stuff. my concern. Not my concern. <laughs> my concern was that like oh, when I was like ten. I could draw like a like a bunch of guns and stuff. Like I could draw like I could draw stuff. Mm. And when a lot of kids, when they're by the time they're like nine, ten, they can like do a drawing. All right, so seven. Seven is good. I don't seven year olds are drawing whatever. It's good. Yeah, so seven or eight years old. Uh, well, wait, you can't go younger. Oh no, no or younger. Okay, so let's go zero to zero to eight. Zero to eight. Okay, on your eighth birthday, he can no longer um, use your drawings. No. Okay, gotcha. All right, I like the Imaginator. Uh, what what kind? So it's a kids show, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's actually crazier if it's like a really dark, twisted show. Well, that's that's definitely what I was thinking. Okay. Because that's just where your head's at. Yeah, and kids draw like you know dragons with car tires as feet sure. and. Like weird stuff, yeah. which I think could then, if made real, would be creepy. Would be scary. And scary. I see. But I do kind of like like Listener, a wholesome yeah. TV show where mm-hmm. kids get to send in their drawings, and then he can make them come to life, and they do a like a show or mm-hmm. or whatever about it. Yeah. So I I like both. I like the wholesome a little bit better because most of mine are not. Okay. All right. Cool. All right, I've got a guy. I call him the Centurion. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, listeners, and Tara, if you don't happen to know, do you know what Centurion means? No. It means well. It was the troop leader in like Rome, but it was mean. A Centurion was supposed to be worth a hundred men, mm-hmm. like, like a century. Yeah. Right. That makes sense. So, the Centurion is a guy who can duplicate himself up to a hundred times, and also. He's in, like, Roman uh, centurion armor. So he's got, like, a, a shield and a sword. So he can make his own little phalanx. Is he in a skirt? Yes, he's in a skirt. He's in, like, a leather skirt. Okay. Yeah, in, like, a helmet. He's called the centurion. Okay. And he's basically as strong as a as a warrior? As a trained guy, yeah. But they he can have up to 100 of them. He can make 100 of him. And so so he's one guy. If his clones get killed, yeah. can he make them again? Yeah, I, I think maybe he can make... He can have a maximum of 100 guys, and he can't make new ones. He's got to have some kind of limit on replenishing ones. I think maybe he can only make one uh, hour, maybe. So it takes him a while to like work up to 100 guys. Mm, okay. So usually he's rolling around with not maybe the full contingent, assuming that he's doing dangerous stuff all the time. And then once they're made, they can just live for a while. So you could just have a house full of centurions, centurions, and then I, I when mean, they're called into battle, I assume that centurions are like, you know, it's weird with multiple guys because I have to assume they all. It's like a hive mind thing where they all are kind of like together mm-hmm. like that's part of they're not the kind where everyone is a little bit different it's like they're all one guy it's not duplicity <clears throat> shout out to your dad um yeah no it's i i think it's a hive mind and i i guess yeah you would need to feed all these guys they the advantage of them is their teamwork really mm-hmm. and that they are uh, skilled with the gladys i think is the short roman sword and the big shield which is not as good as being skilled with guns but is Better than nothing. Better than nothing, especially if you have a hundred of them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he's can, a good guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. He he can solve all kinds of problems because there's a hundred of them and they all work in perfect unison. They can form a phalanx so they can all like lock mm-hmm. their shields up and okay. walk forward. 
Nice. It this is definitely like not gonna be the main guy in a story. Oh, for sure not. No, but you would like include the centurion and like it's a great way to have guys that are disposable. Yes. And you can have a lot of death mm-hmm. without actually losing a character. Without it being a story. Yeah, you can have the the Y wolf um <laughs> running through these guys and just chewing them up, then you can chew through like thirty of them and it won't really matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. The Y wolf is a werewolf that uh, asks a lot of questions. Oh no! <laughs> it's like a very like a philosophical werewolf is the oh, Y wolf. Does he have little glasses too? Uh, yeah, and a, and a jacket with a tweed, tweed, jacket, tweed jacket with leather uh, elbow patches. <laughs> and he, Stupid! And he kills and he runs through and he tears your head off. He goes, "What does it mean?" And then throws it away. <laughs> oh, oh boy! Okay, I got a guy. All right. The knitter. The knitter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can take any material and mm-hmm. manipulate it. Okay. And so they can take any fabric. So anything you're wearing or your hair or your body hair and can knit it into something else. Okay. But it has to be like a thin fiber, right? I mean, she can extract it. She, yeah, of course. But what I, I guess it mean, it has to be composed of thin fibers. She can't like do this to organic tissues or steel no okay i would think not i mean maybe if we want to level her up but i was just thinking a little bit lower level no it's gotta be like thread yeah Mm -hmm. or hair or something like that okay like things that you can knit and she's got two giant knitting needles okay that she uses yeah to kind of conduct and knit sure um and then her like catchphrase would be knit one pearl one or something that's a knitting phrase. It's like not that. Knit, knit one, one pearl, pearl two? two. I think that's what it is. Never mind. So maybe it's that. That's interesting. It's interesting to imagine someone saying knit one pearl two and then like slamming a knitting needle through someone's neck. I guess she wouldn't really do that, but I feel like I mean, it, she could. I think that she has to use them as weapons as well. I think that she uses the yeah. Her she knitting, draws you in, but then she also uses them as you know the only like you know swords. Uh, like size, like like Raphael from the Ninja Turtles. Oh Girls. yeah, yeah. Um, the only thing I would say is I feel like the seamstress is a better name than the knitter. Yeah, seamstress is better. Yeah. All so, right, seamstress. Yeah, I, I like it. It's good. Yeah. Reminds Kn- me of, knitter doesn't have a great ring to it. No, it doesn't. Seamstress but it is very descriptive is, of sure. it. But seamstress is too. That's true. Even though it's a little different. Yeah. But better ring. Mm-hmm. So I got another guy. Um, this is inspired by a real superhero, so we're gonna have to you're gonna have to roll with me on this one. Cheater. So this is a little bit of an idea for a Batman comic. Um, this is what if a guy stole the Batmobile and wanted to fight crime and was so good at driving the Batmobile that he could fight. He only fought crime from within the Batmobile, so it was a very vehicle-based crime fighting that he did. I'm lost. Well, okay. Okay. What? So you could only use the Batmobile? Yeah, he fights with the Batmobile. That's his, like, his thing is that so he's he has got... to steal it and always have it? I mean, yeah, he parks it sometimes, I assume. But when he fights crime, he's in the Batmobile. And Batman just lets him? Well, I assume that the initial comics are, like, him trying to catch the guy with the Batmobile, right? And then... He's too good. He's such a great driver. If it makes you feel better, you could picture Paul Walker as this character. Oh, I already was. I know. Don't. Sure. Um, <laughs> Thanks for the permission. Already done. Uh-huh. Um, so he's driving. He's so good. He's an excellent driver. I mean, maybe you want to picture Vin Diesel now because he was the better driver of the two, I believe. He's too fast and he's too furious. Batman catch, can't catch him. But he realizes that he starts paying attention to what this guy's doing with the Batmobile. He's fighting crime. He's fighting more crime uh, using the Batmobile. He's stopping all kinds of uh, different uh, bank robbers and stuff. He's like, he's doing good crime fighting. So mm-hmm. Batman lets him keep the Batmobile and makes him part of the Bat family. And he calls him like the Bat Motorist or something. That's a bad name. But you get like, what I'm what, getting at. So what, what's your idea? This is my idea. This character is my idea. Oh, I thought you said that this was already a thing. No, I'm pitching this as an idea. Oh, I thought you said this was already no, no, I'm a d- character. No, 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 I'm oh, pitching this. Descri- oh. No, this is my pitch for the oh, for the character. Oh, oh, oh. That's a little weird. Okay. But, okay. I don't hate it. Mostly because I'm picturing 
Well, I am picturing Vin Diesel because I think the bald is gonna, the bald head is a better look. Okay. Than like Paul Walker with his Converse. Sure. Um, I so it's Vin Diesel. That would in, make a, in the Batmobile. That would actually make a pretty good crossover comic if it was like Fast and the Furious X Batman, and they had their like <laughs> race, and Batman was in the Batmobile. I that's a side idea. You don't have any family. <laughs> But bat, then he, then then Batman, then bat, then all the other uh, Bat family comes in, like Robin and Batgirl is like, I have all the family I need. And free. <laughs> all right, so we're writing bad crossover comics now, but um, yeah, what do you? Th- I think this would be a good comic and interesting because I can't think of any comics where it's just like a guy has. I a mean, cool it's car. it's oddly specific for Batman, which makes it a little weird. Well, yeah, um, that it's it's only specifically in in that world and the Batmobile, mm-hmm. but I like car movies, so I'm kind of on board. Okay, cool. What was the bad name you had? A uh, Bat Motorist. Maybe, maybe workshop, workshop that. Because that, that's a little, I don't know, doesn't seem great. No, it doesn't. It's actually tough to get Bat in there somewhere. Um, I had Grand Theft Auto written down as the character name, but that doesn't, that doesn't connect enough to Bat. It's tough. Bat Theft Auto? I guess. Still bad. Still bad, though. We got Bat in there. We did get Bat in there, so that's worth something. <laughs> Not a lot. No. <laughs> Maybe a dime. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so that's that's my that's my guy. But then, if any any bad guy just blows up the Batmobile, this guy's screwed. No, yeah, but he's too good at the Batmobile. That's the thing. I guess he would have to be a mechanic. He would have to be able to also fix the Batmobile. Yeah. Okay. That he would have to be well-rounded in all car-related activities. But would he? Would it also be an Iron Man thing where it's like they make a ton of suits, where they'd be like he just starts making a bunch of Batmobiles so that when, then eventually when it yeah does is like beyond repair maybe we get a new one. Sure, maybe. I mean, we can move this away from the Batmobile. I, I, I really, I just want the idea of the guy fighting crime just using the supercar as like the main method. Because a lot of guys have the supercar, but it's not like the main thing like james bond usually has a supercar but it's not like his thing really Mm -hmm. batman has a supercar but it's not his thing i want a guy whose whole thing is the supercar yeah i like that i guess knight rider had that but again he was a cop who happened to have a supercar i want a guy whose thing is like oh i drive the supercar i maintain the supercar i make more supercars that's what i do what about if it's someone that is also connected like body wise not they can't leave it but is like fuels the car with his Hmm. Like makes it very connected as opposed to just Vin Diesel driving. Being a very good driver. You know, I you know Which there... is again, I'd still watch because I do watch those movies, but making a, a little bit more superhero and less just a guy driving. A guy who's really good at driving. Well, I mean, you could do a thing where he's like he's got matrix like nodules all over him, so he brain yeah, he connects, melds he to can, it. Like, connect to it or That's something. Neat, but it you don't get the thing that Fast and the Furious has like made expert, which is when you are driving a car in a movie, you can flip so many switches and like turn all kinds of weird cranks and like that's true. And that's like the that's part of the fun. It, it can be a hybrid of both. So you can you, have you both. still have all of that, but yeah. then without like subconsciously, mm-hmm. y- like your it's mind, mind it'll thing. you know. Sure, like it's like a exhaust like a Jaeger from there. Pacific Rim or something, like a mech. Sure. I mean, yeah, I don't, I've got no problem with that. All right, all right, we got a lot. We got a lot to think about with this guy. I like this guy though. I like the idea of a motorist uh, superhero. His whole thing is uh, he like I like the idea that the Joker. Could rob Gotham Bank, get away from Batman, but then as soon as he hits the highway, ooh, baby, motorist is after him, and nobody can drive like him. Yeah, the only problem is all the all the the superheroes or villains that fly. Well, he could. The car can't like fly, fly. Well, that would be a different. It's not the end of Greece. That would be a different thing. Well, Batman has a Batwing, who which is a plane, but, but I, that's not what you said. Yeah, it you didn't takes say it, any vehicle that Batman has. It takes it out of the the car movie. I don't know. Maybe he can ramp it shoot grappling hooks up that kind of stuff hmm. okay mm-hmm. sky's the limit sky's the limit ha 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 got another guy nick i got a guy all right he's called the candy man <laughs> who can take a sunrise uh, sprinkle it with dew You're... cover it in chocolate <laughs> or a miracle or two the candy man the candy man 
The Candyman can. So you're getting a lot of flair. I was thinking more like the movie Candyman, but oh, I like so much scarier. <laughs> yeah, but I like I like where you're going with it. There are it. two very different <laughs> kinds of Candyman. Candyman. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay, here's the pitch. It's a movie. It's Candyman and Willy Wonka, and they're and they're a buddy cop movie. It's well, called Candyman. Candy <laughs> oh man! And then the tag would be the Candyman can. <laughs> would they both be on the same team about what would someone be doing we're both candy kids are involved Wait, what if it was kids can- are definitely what if involved it was Candyman versus candy man what if it was the, the like can- batman versus superman or like yeah or like alien versus predator but it was it was the candy man was coming at willy wonka's chocolate factory oh boy that's a good movie too we'd watch that too yeah you could still call it the candy man if you want yeah, I would. Okay. What was your <laughs> Anyways, pitch? Um, so pick, take your pick on aesthetic, mm. but he can turn his body into different candy elements, mm. but only one at a time. So like he could be Laffy Taffy or gum and mm. be stretchy. Mm-hmm. Um, he could be like a jawbreaker and be really hard. He can be a marshmallow and just be like really resilient. Mm-hmm. Um, and so any candy that like exists. Is a marshmallow really resilient? You know, if they're like, kind of spongy. They're spongy. Like if you press down impact, an uncooked yeah. marshmallow, which just bounces back slowly. Like, it's true. They're impact it's weird. resistant. Yeah. Just okay. Like, what's in there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it can be all these kinds of candies. Uh, spun sugar, I think, is what's in there. Buoyant. And uh, yeah. Wait, that's, you thought this guy's thing. aesthetic would be the creepy candy man? I mean, that's just what was in my mind. It seems pretty clear that he's going to be the more fun one. I mean, yeah, I didn't. <laughs> right? I, Seems like he's going to have a candy even, cane. I wasn't even thinking. Kind of really dance his way it. into fights, doesn't it? It seems like he's going to be whimsical. It does seem. Right? It does seem more like that. Sure. Yeah. And that's why we collaborate. Mm. I do like this guy. I think this is might fall into the category of powers that don't seem very good, but in reality would be extremely good. Yeah, because, I mean, there's so many different elements that you can use with candy, so... Mm-hmm. Again, you'd have to be very smart and like quick, yeah. right? So that you can change. Can he? Can he have mult? Can he have like uh, okay, like laffy taffy arm, jawbreaker fists? So you at know? first, I I said just one at a time because it seemed too good to maybe be able he to do up. everything. But I feel mm. like maybe he can train up. I love a guy who has a lot of arc to him, a lot of start to end. That's good. Yeah, I think he's got a lot of arc, a lot of candy arc in there. I like that. That's a good one. Be a good team player. Sure. Well, I don't know. I feel like I would read the whole Candyman comic. I just want to read about the Candyman. I don't want these side characters. I guess that's true. Tell me about the But he would have a sidekick that would always want to be like licking him and eating him. Oh, horrible. (laughs) Fetishy. Not good. (laughs) But it would be be like on the DL. Okay. You wouldn't actually be I feel I feel weird about the idea of having a sidekick that wants to eat the main character. Well, you know, instead of like the button at the end of the fight where you would say something cool or catchphrasy, you would just have this like little sidekick character creature just like Yeah. (laughs) No. no. (laughs) Listener, I apologize for the sonic feeling of Tara licking at the microphone. <laughs> okay, that that's putting the the sidekick aside. I, I like the guy. <clears throat> I've got another guy for you. This guy I call uh, Hammer Space. So if you don't know about Hammer Space, Hammer Space is that thing in a cartoon where you reach out behind you and you can pull out a giant hammer, oh, even okay. though it's like there, there would be no place for that to be. Mm-hmm. This guy can reach behind him, pull out whatever he needs. So it's like the uh, Mary Poppins bag, but yes. behind your back? Yes, like the Mary Poppins bag, but behind his back, yeah. You can pull out anything? Well, pretty much, yes. That's crazy. I know. That's Hammer Space, baby. He's got a lot of use. Is it like, what's her face from My Hero, where she has to know how to make it 
to be able to do that? Is an interesting idea. I think... Or is it just anything you can think of? You no, can just pull I think from he has his back because that's has, way too good. I think he has to have put it away back there at some point. Okay, so he would have had to have found a cannon and put and it, put back it there. in there so yeah. that he could... Yeah, take it out later. Okay, all right. Yeah, that's it's, good. It's so he's not, just collecting a bunch of stuff. It's not imagination-based. He has to like take a bunch of stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then once he uses it, he'll have to find another one to put back there. Uh, I mean... Or if, unless he has a bunch back there. Or if he could, you could put it back if he, you know, if he didn't use it, right? Like, a cannon is still going to be a cannon even if he uses it a couple of times. I guess. But I just mean, like, in a big fight, and then there's a big explosion yeah, and all this stuff yeah, that's yeah. happening. If it breaks, that is, yeah, yeah. If it breaks, he needs to get a new one. Yeah. Okay. All right. I like that. I like that there's uh, boundaries around it. Mm-hmm. Still very good. Yeah, very good. But I, not unending good. No, I think this is a this is like a gear guy, right? Like his basic thing is that the more is he's kind of like how they say that Batman could beat Superman in some fights because he has can prep. This mm-hmm. guy's kind of like that. Like he his whole thing is about he needs to acquire enough stuff to win fights. And that would be fun in a comic too because you the writer, you would really have to plan ahead, but mm-hmm. you would have him just take in a bunch of stuff randomly yeah. from places and you'd think it's random. And then so many issues down the line, mm-hmm. he'd pull out the, the thing, you know, the, the little, the little tiny plastic sword from the bar yep. that they were at and mm-hmm. use that to gouge a guy's eye out or something. Yeah. yeah. I actually think this might work as a written novel even better than it does as a, a comic because you would be able to, because you have more time to plant the seeds of all the stuff that he's putting in behind his back. Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah that would work too. Mm-hmm. Like he'd be the, the main character of this long-running detective series kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. That's my guy. Cool. I got two guys. Okay. I got a team. Uh, t- I like a team. And a little bit of a story. No, hold, um, hold on. Let me get my... Not, I'm not, it's not, it's not fully fleshed out. All right, people, let, me get, fully let me get comfortable. All right, I'm, I'm getting... I'm, I'm sitting in a different chair. I'm sitting in my comfortable <laughs> chair. Oh, actually, I'm going to sit on the floor. I'm going to sit crisscross applesauce. So you guys can all hear me. I'm no, getting I, down. I, I didn't write down. It's not a full picture crisscross book. Crisscross applesauce. a little bit more. All right, Tara. It's the first guy. Tell me all about it. The first guy is called Ash Attack. And... Ass Attack? <laughs> Ash Attack. You see why this is a problem, right? I know. That's also, that could be a joke okay. in it. But Ash Attack. <laughs> I think that's going to be the joke on it, but okay. Ash Attack. But if you make the joke in it, then it won't be the the the, the joke on I, it. You know what? They've been trying to do right? that with Aquaman for years. It does not work. Even if they make fun of him in the comic, it is he's still a goofball. Okay, but it will play in, though, in a sec. Okay. All right. So, Ash Attack. So he can control Ash. So it's like, yeah, sure. You know, you can make ash tornadoes. You can make ash smoke screens. God, if I was the guy who was like, if I was a friend of Ash Attack, I would just every day I'd be like, buddy, call yourself Cinder. <laughs> you have so many. You have so many cool options. Call yourself Ember. That's cool. So, ash Attack. So he can make it on his own. But if he's around fire, he can make even more. Sure. Call yourself Cinder Blast. That's cool. Cinder Blast. It's a lot better than Ash Attack. <laughs> Ash Attack. I think it's so funny. Uh, and then his friend mm-hmm. is Sparky. Ash Attack and Sparky. <laughs> yep. Um, and obviously, he can light anything on fire. Uh-huh. And he can make... He can shoot, like, like sparks... Like sparks and sparklers out of his hands, so he can spark pretty much anything. Tara, is this a homosexual couple? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so, and so, so he's Sparky. They were childhood friends forever. Okay. And then they find out that they have a romantic relationship. How did they? How weird? And it's like a coming of age story. How do they find out that they have a romantic relationship? I mean. Oh, I see. They just sort of like it, like develops. Spark in the ash. Sir, they don't. Ash attack. Wait, do they realize (laughs) that they have a romantic relationship before or after they become superheroes together? After. Oh, I wait. Actually, this is very cute. If you start them off as like kids superheroes, (laughs) and they just like grow up together, and then it it develops like as like a romantic Mm -hmm. bond. That's cute. Yeah. So it's like kind of this, and then it's like coming of age story, and then they work together. And Sparky provides the spark for Ash Attack's Ash. So it's cute, right? Yeah. It doesn't justify Ash Attack. <laughs> it was just the first name I came up with. It's, it's cute. 
he needs another name. Also, right. Sparky Fine. needs another name, too, because <laughs> Sparky implies electricity, which is not his power. I guess that's true, too. <laughs> so, they both need a... All right, so Ash Attack, okay, his he that can be, like, one of his main moves. He can yell, Ash Attack. He shouldn't, though. But he will. But we'll name him something else. Okay. I liked Cinder. Cinder? Yeah. All right, and then what, what should Sparky's name be? I don't know. Pyro, or, you know... No, Pyro's he's, too... He's a fire guy. I know, but it's got to be something else. Inferno. Infernus. Fuego. What? How about that? Fuego. That's good. Fuego? Yeah. It's Fuego and Cinder. That's cool. All right. Fine. Fine. Even though Ash Attack no. and Sparky... It's Ash Attack and Sparky are going to get made... F- That's what the, the other Kiros <laughs> call them behind their back when they're being homophobic. Oh. That's not their names. <laughs> Fine. Cinder and Fuego. Yeah, those are better names. But isn't it kind of cute? It's cute. Thanks. It made me laugh. I, you know, it's cute. All right, guys. I think we're going to we're gonna wrap it up here. <gasps> we're going to end it on Ash Attack. <laughs> <laughs> if you enjoyed what you heard, uh, please follow us. We're at Unloaded Q on Facebook and Instagram. We're uh, Unloaded Q on Twitter. We are UnloadedQ at gmail.com. Please Look us up, drop us a line, uh, follow us on TikTok. I think we're also unloaded queue there, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, please uh, get involved with us on social media. We're there. We're kicking. Yeah. Send uh, us a question. Send us a question. Maybe we'll answer it. Send us an answer. Maybe we'll find the question. Yeah. And if you enjoyed what you heard, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. It really helps the podcast get visibility. And write us, uh, write us a review, too. Boom. Okay. Ash attack. Ash attack. All right, guys. And with that, we are going to leave you for this week. I've been Nick. I've been Tara. And this has been a production of Longboy Media. Boom. Boom.